0: With Old Bay Brigade, hosted by Rooster and the Villain Good evening and welcome to the Maryland Bobcast My name is Alex Windsor Um, We're here tonight to talk to you about all things Maryland Bobcats Going into the uh, 2023 NISA season I am here with uh, Michael Steenstra Hey, how's it going everybody? Good to be here And we are here joined tonight by one of the newest signings of the Maryland Bobcast A big man in the back you coming from, cast? did I say cast? Damn <laughs> it! Cast, yeah. um, coming to us via DCFC and the Greenville Triumph, uh, Mister Jimmy. I believe he told me his government name was Jimmy. That motherfucker Feilerman. That's what he told <laughs> yeah, that's me. It. So I believe that's on his license.
1: How yeah, you doing tonight, yeah, Jimmy? I'm good, man. I'm excited. That's probably the first time I've ever been introduced as a big man in the back. So I'll take it. I'll say it's fast. always good.
0: So, Jimmy, we're going to throw some questions at you. We got some straightforward things, um, not all uh, soccer-related, and then we're going to go into some stuff. Um, So outside of the clubs that you've played for, what clubs and teams across all sporting do you support? So uh, for the most part,
1: I I support Leeds United. Um, I was there before the the American Revolution on Leeds United. I've been a fan since they got promoted in 2020. Cause it's actually a funny story when I was in Detroit, I was I wasn't like I I watched the Prem obviously, but I didn't have a team. And it was like such a big talking point and guys were always arguing about it. And I just wanted to be annoying and pick a team that no one else was rooting for. So I was like, who just got promoted leads? And it started as a joke. I didn't know anything about them. And then I just like completely overcommitted to the bit to a point where I was like these are my guys. Like I love them. And I, and I was so overcommitted to the bit that I was like arguing with guys in the locker room over them. now I watch a lot of the games. I'm, I consider myself a pretty big fan. Which players did you
2: like? Which players did you like on that squad in 2020? I, I love
1: Rafina. Like that's my guy. Yeah. I would say him. Obviously like Calvin Phillips was a different level. Now, it's tough to still be a fan, but
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Now he's on man shitty, and nobody yeah, likes yeah. him anymore, and he's barely getting time too. So, good riddance.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah right, talking right.
0: about teams from the outside, I mean, hell, Jake, that's normally with us, uh, and hope you feel better, Jake. Is um, a Brighton fan because oh, like he Brighton. likes. I like the, watching Brighton. He likes play, the man. beach. He likes the beach, and he loves that their mascot's a fucking seagull. Is that how he ended up a fan?
2: Yeah, his explanation is always that I pick teams that are close to the beach. Although he picked the Bobcats because he's originally from Rockville and, and moved all around. He's been following the squad since the UPSL National Championship, blah, blah, blah. Talked about it a bunch. But
0: uh, And he's Valencia too, right? Valencia as well, yep. Just all, yeah, all over Judith the place. There. So uh- – the next one for you Jimmy, are there any uh, sports that you love to watch, love to play outside of soccer? Yeah, I'm a I'm a massive NBA guy. Like
1: I love obviously the Wizards. I love the Wizards. I watch probably at least up until this year I watch every game. This year I'm kind of boycotting cuz it's just a mess of a franchise, but I'm a huge NBA guy. I don't miss a game and NFL same thing. I'm a huge Commanders guy, but at the same time, again, like kind of boycotting. Like I'm so tired of the nonsense with both franchises. It's hard to be a fan. Any interest in the uh, Defenders?
0: Yeah. Does that mean you're a Defenders fan? Because I'll go get my Defenders jersey, and we'll make this a different kind of podcast. I was,
1: we played. We played obviously the scrimmage in Audi Field the other day, and the Defender stuff was on the field. And I was like saying to guys, I was like,
0: you know, I might, I might get behind this. Like I, I think I'm ready to make Dude. the switch. It was <coughs> excuse me. It was a ton of fun the games that I went to before the pandemic. I went to one since the pandemic, but the the ones from before the pandemic were a ton of fucking fun. Everybody was just having a good time. But also nobody knew what the fuck was about to go down. Yeah, one of my one of my buddies from high school was like the
1: main Beer Snake guy when it first started. He's like in the video in the front of the Beer Snake like bouncing oh, up and down. He's famous yeah. now.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny dude it's they gentrified the beer snake man they took it they said you you made us something nice we're gonna make money off of it now dude that thing could that beer snake alone at $14 a beer could pay the bobcats roster it could pay fucking sure it
1: it could maybe buy the bobcats
0: $14 $14 (laughs) of
1: those beers are $14 a glass yeah those that's pretty wild that's
2: nice. Shout out True Respite for keeping it a nice, cozy six. I think it's a six at the Plex for a beer. Yeah, I oh,
1: want to say six out. to six to nine, something like that. Yeah, so that's an advertisement itself right there. That's a reason to come to Bobcats games.
0: But also just come out for good fucking beer. Come out for good beer. Come out for two dudes that are higher than giraffe ass making hamburgers.
2: Yep, Steve Burger a good guys, time. Are, they're just chilling, making burgers uh,
0: up at the Plex. Yeah. And they're very tasty. Now that's a pitch. <laughs> so uh yeah and then get a little bit intoxicated and taunt a group of guys that probably are gonna hate us when they leave it's a ton of fun so uh your next one jimmy uh your favorite memory of uh the clubs you've played for is there a, a memory that you can think of with dcfc um, in greenville i mean obviously that, that as long always, as it's not really... geo it can't be geo What's no, Gio? it's not Geo. It it's Geo-related from, from uh, Greenville.
1: Geo's great, but it's not Geo. Um, obviously, the Detroit year was so much fun. I mean, we were pretty dominant. And the, the fun part about that year for us was I don't think the NISA had fully figured out its format. So we played for, like, six different trophies every every game we were playing for something else so every game had some implications and we were we got to celebrate as if it was a national championship and then obviously eventually it was the national championship so you know those games were fun in detroit you got like eight not like i think we played uh we played la force in the final i think there was eight nine thousand people there so obviously that's so much fun to play in front of and gets rowdy it's the and,
0: most that's the most people la force has ever seen in one place yeah, I think most of the teams Fre- we played Freeland that year. just shit in his
1: pants. <laughs> yeah, most of the teams we played that year, you can tell it's guys haven't played in front of a crowd like that. And, you know, they win a tackle and they're turning to the crowd. And we're like, guys, they're rooting for us. Like, you, they're, they're not going to cheer you on. <laughs> they get hype too,
2: though, because they're so used to playing in front of an empty stadium. Like, w- did any other stadiums have
0: fans? Some of those early NISA games are so much fun to watch, especially like – the stuff at DCFC where you could just see it was like throwing them into a fucking pit of wolves yeah, and just be like, see what would, fucking happens.
1: It was like, it would go one of two ways. Like guys on the other team would be like, like so excited and amped up that they're like talking more crap than they should, or it would go the other way. And they'd be like so nervous that they'd shut down. There was like no in between a lot of times. Cause huh. you could just tell it was new to people.
2: Yeah, it's a wild place to play. I mean, the, the Open Cup games last year at, Ham, at Hampton Mac looked
1: amazing. Yeah, yeah against uh, – that Columbus Crew game was pretty insane, yeah. I
0: watched I watched a couple, yeah. No, it was, it's pretty fun to play. My buddy who was going to come out to the Open Cup match, we're sitting there and I'm like watching it. I've got the Bobcats on the main screen watching them play Pittsburgh Riverhounds mm-hmm. and I've got the uh, – my MacBook set up with uh, with the Detroit City game and that was against what the Stars – to start yeah, Stars was the first one Or the Open Cup. And he, the game started and he's like, what the fuck is wrong with that feed? I was like, that's that's their stadium. That feed's yeah. not messed up. That's crystal clear. That's exactly what that stadium looks like right now. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's a, it's that's something a wild like atmosphere. It's built in
1: like 1925 or like 1930 or something wild. And, you know, there's there's some serious renovations that need to be done there. That's for sure. But it makes it. It's part of it. It makes it all more fun.
2: Yeah, I think when you can jam-pack so many people into a little area,
1: it's, yeah, it's a lot more fun. Yeah. And it's got, like, the, the concrete uh, stands and bleachers, so, like, the noise really bounces off, stays in there because the concrete's so loud. Huh.
2: Nice. Yeah. Did any other uh, teams have crowds at all when you were in Nissan in 2021? Like, is still pretty big, right?
1: Yeah, Ch- Chattanooga was fun. I uh, I enjoyed we- when we came to put. Pl- to play the bobcats was fun because you know my family was around here and some of there was there was a little bit of a crowd um yeah chattanooga it'll
2: be bigger than 2021 for sure like even the slow days I, the wednesday night games are a little tough but i think saturday night especially on a nice night you're, you're talking like 1500 probably yeah, at the to, high I'm end number
1: yeah i can't really remember too many other san diego had a had a nice crowd um we played them a couple times, and the first time we played them was in Chula Vista, and they weren't allowed to have fans. So we weren't expecting much, and we went back the next time. And I think they had, like, a kids' night. So they it was, like, 2,000 fans, but it was, like, 1,000 kids. And when a ball would go out, they'd all go chasing it, and there'd be, like, a, like hundreds of kids running after the ball out, out So it was kind of fun. It was, it was different, but they had a crowd.
2: Yeah, Bobcats did a kids' night last year. That's when they broke the record.
1: Yeah. yeah. The kid oh my time. God. Yeah. That's like, what it is, right? Like,
2: my four year old comes out to most
0: games. She's probably the world's biggest Bobcats fan. Actually. I was going to
1: say, I mean, the kid, the kids love it more than anyone
0: else. So it's so funny. We were it. like, we were running late, getting to the Plex. Cause I, I drive an hour and 20 minutes for the, for the games. So we're pulling up and I'm like getting stuff out of the car. And I get a text from one of our folks, Aaron and the, and they go, Hey man. Um, The kids are playing all the drums. Some uh, some kid got a slide whistle. They've got all the flags out. We're just gonna let it go. We didn't even like go down into the section. I think we stood up top and just drank beer and watched the kids goof around because they were just having a ball. Yeah,
1: it gets everyone else fired up too when they see how much the kids are loving it. The adults love it. Yeah, yeah,
0: and like yeah, it's fun. Yeah, you get a goal, a couple goals in there. Yeah, it's a it's tons of fun to go out and like be a nuisance to the other team. But like if the kids are having a ball, like that's really what matters. I mean, some of these new, so I, I know that um, MLS, the new St. Louis club, they literally have a supporter group that is made for people with children, like to bring their kids to the game. Like that's kind of awesome.
1: Yeah. Like, it's, it's a lot
0: ethos. It's a little bit of like a niche thing, but like, that's really fucking cool for somebody like Mike, who wants to be out of games and wants to bring his kid, if it's not a great atmosphere, that's tough. And as long as I'm sober, it's fine. It should be a family event. I mean, I
1: don't – I haven't – I obviously, like, I'm newer to the team. We got a lot of guys, so I don't know everyone's, like, family situation. But, I mean, like, on Greenville, we had a couple guys that have the, – they, they have their own family, their own kids. Like, you want them to be comfortable coming to games and things as well. So, it's
0: better for everyone. Agreed. Well, should we? Uh, should we – Jump into soccer. Yeah, let's jump to some soccer questions. So, uh, tell us, Jimmy, your uh, what's your story for soccer? What about with like youth, college, uh, that kind of thing?
1: So, I was a I was a DC United Academy kid. Um, I was I was a long a lo- for a long time. I was I got there around like U fourteen, and I played there till I was U eighteen, and I stayed and did two years with U eighteen. So, I was a DC United Academy kid for like five years. Um, and then I got recruited by a couple of different schools. I ended up picking Old Dominion. Um, it was close to home, and it was at the beach. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shout Beijing out to Old Taylor, Taylor Heineke, Heineke as well. Yeah, Taylor Heineke, legend, big legend. I've I've definitely seen Taylor out at a bar too in my time at Old Dominion. So, um. so what was the club? What was the DC United uh,
2: Academy experience like? Because it it's funny how often we hear. Bobcats and DC United Academy. It seems like a rather large academy. Like, what, what was the academy set up like?
1: Um, I was on a I was on a great team. So, I mean, I wasn't really like I wasn't one of the better players. I wasn't really like the guy. So, my experience might be a little different. I ended up leaving to play high school, but I was part of a really good team, which obviously helps down the road. Like we had Eric Williamson's now playing for the Timbers. Um, Donovan Pines, he's playing with DC United. Um, my roommate in Greenville, Noah Palado um so and then myself so we had a bunch of guys who was, uh antonio bustamante um who's playing i think in denmark now so we had a bunch of guys who are still playing today um we we're a really good team so i think you can like credit a lot of our success to you know learning growing playing together growing up so
2: and then what was, was, was the decision to play high school uh soccer too because that's you know could be it's awesome like i, I saw that you won a bunch in high school but it's not you know, typical of a pro soccer player in this team. Yeah. You.
1: I mean, that was probably a little bit of just being like kind of a dumb 17, 18 year old kid who wanted to go play in front of his buddies. You know, you your friends are right? yeah. 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 I mean, listen, I might be kind of a dumb twenty-six year old kid now. I wanted to come play in front of my buddies and play at home. So, you know, some things don't change.
2: Hey, nothing wrong with the Bobcats, man. We're here to uh we're here to promote it. I think this season there's a lot riding on this season and yeah, welcome. It's it's honestly it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast, and it's a pleasure to have you on
0: on the uh, the Bobcats for sure. So we're looking forward to it. You're also rolling in on what seems like the most underdog level Maryland Bobcats. It feels like everybody's saying, "Why well, would we get excited?
2: They're the only ones
0: that cover the league. It's so. a ton of fun. <laughs> it's 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 not making me happy. It's not also not making me mad because I I was. I was saying to somebody – somebody contacted me from uh, Flower City and we're talking back and forth, talking a bit of trash. And he said like, what do you think is going to look this season? I said, this is fucking Nisa. I keep, tw- I keep tweeting embrace the chaos. That's all fucking Nisa is. They should put that shit on a fucking t-shirt because that's all Nisa is. It's just absolute fucking chaos. That should be the Nisa's tagline, man. <laughs> Absolutely, should embrace the chaos themselves. They should, yeah. yeah, that'd be smart. Like, like, screw it. Let's 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 make that the thing. It's unhinged. The, the first, first season I was there.
2: The U.S. Soccer Federation saying, yeah. "I don't know, man."
1: Like, I don't know. That I don't that know who's season. sleeping on the Bobcats, but I'll tell you right now that we got a team who can compete. And I'll tell you right now, man. You can put this in pen. Any side with myself and. Darwin on the left side is has the best left side in the league. Uh, you can put that in pen. I'm not. Ooh. I'm not worried going forward. Shit,
0: man. I like that. that. That sounds awesome. That's the uh, that's the quote. The quote tweet, baby. I love that. Okay. All right. So let's
2: go back a little bit though, because you went from high school to Old Dominion for four seasons. Like, what, what was your college experience like? I I
1: loved college, man. I was a I was a, probably a little bit too much of a partier in college, so. Um, my college experience was a lot of fun, and uh, I mean, we had a really good team too. Uh, we went—I think it was my freshman year—we were ninth in the country for most of that season. We were really good. I—I uh, I don't think people—it's like—it's not the the school you think of in other sports like football and basketball and things. So I don't think people really think of it as a sports school. But we were really competitive in uh, Conference USA um, when I was in school had all the SEC teams because there's no SEC soccer. So we had like Kentucky, uh, USC, some of these big schools with a lot yeah. of money. So our conference always Akra- did really well. Is
2: Akron in uh, Conference USA? Uh,
1: no, I think, I think they're, they're Mac. They're Mac, yeah. But we had like UNC Charlotte, New Mexico still a team back then. So we had some really competitive teams, and there'd usually be four or five from our conference going to the um, NCAA championship or NCAA tournament, So And then in the offseason
2: for, for college, you played USL League 2 and yeah,
1: Sounders I, U23. Your, you have a Wikipedia page too, which is pretty awesome, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I got I think I got that last year. I think that was new last year. Um, yeah, I, uh, Sounders was my junior year going to my senior year. I also played in Cincinnati for the Dutch Lions and South Florida Surf in West Palm Beach.
2: What was the level of competition from USL League Two and Sounders U twenty three to college? Is that a lot different? Um, I guess it's all college. Yeah, I think
1: I think it's different because it is all college players, but I think on a college team you have you know you have a variance because you have guys who are there for their education, you have guys who want to play pro and you get guys who are there for different reasons. But I think when you put a USL two team together it's for the most part guys who want to play after school. Or else you probably aren't, you know, you're not going to give up your summer to go live in Kent, Washington and go to training every day. So I think you get kind of like a college all-star team. Um, and we had, a, you know, a couple of those guys are in the MLS now. We had like Josh Bauer and Ahmed Longmire both playing in uh, Nashville. So we had a really good team in Seattle as well. Yeah, definitely. I think if that Seattle Sounders team played my ODU team, we probably would have beat them like 6-0. So oh, really? no, That's that the deal.
2: then so then you jumped college right to dcfc
1: in 2020 for the and they were still in nisa at the time yeah i I left school because i got an invite i i went and did combines and things i got an invite to preseason with birmingham legion um didn't work out there and then COVID hit so i I'd, i'd actually pretty much hung my boots up i thought you know It's just an unlucky situation. I'm done playing. I I don't think anything's going to work out. No one's really looking for players. Um, No one's got the money. And all of a sudden, I got a call from, if you guys remember, I don't know if you remember, Connor Rutz was our attacking mid um, from DCFC. Gave me a call and was like, dude, we don't have a left back. We're in big trouble. Um, Do you still play soccer? And I was like, I haven't, but I'll come try. So I went on trial with DCFC and uh, it it all worked out. that's amazing. That's a great story. That's cool. it It was sweet. Yeah, Connor was a good friend. He kind of saved my career, so shout out Connor Rhodes. So the first season, were you pretty much starting left back at DCFC? Yeah, well yeah. We played we played with uh like a 3-5-2, so it was like a wing back, which was perfect for me because I want to fly the field anyway, so it was perfect, yeah. Is that where we'll expect you on the Bobcats? Yeah, until I can convince Alex otherwise, that's where you'll see me, man. Yeah, I'll be I'll be back there. <laughs> All right, so then
2: I saw. It seemed like a quick move to FC Tucson. We don't have to get into it. Or I don't. I don't know what the fuck happened there. But then back yeah, it was.
1: Yeah, we'll just say it wasn't the right fit. Didn't work out. Uh, I missed. I missed Detroit too much. So yeah. So then you're back.
2: back to Detroit 2021 season where you guys dominated Nisa. Like we were talking yep. about before we recorded on the pod. Um, I guess we could double click there for for
1: a little bit and and talk about what that season was like for you in general. I mean, it was just a blast, man. I mean, you're winning, you're winning every game, and guy, everyone's happy when you're winning. So practices were more fun. We're, yeah, that's pretty much yeah. I mean, we, I think it was what we played thirty games. We lost one, only drew I think four, and I think it was like twenty five wins. What did you lose two. We lost to Stumptown. Ooh, but
0: mm-hmm. no shade to Trevor James.
1: No shade to Trevor James. But I wasn't playing that game, man. I was. I have my butt on the bench. So, oh, there you God. go. So, you were undefeated that season, which is yeah. pretty cool. I, I played a couple of minutes in that one. I'm, I'm exaggerating. But, but you were talking about uh, there being like six different trophies. Like, what, what, were, what were you all playing for? Well, I mean, so back then, obviously, the niece is different now. I think they figured out an eight to 10 month. Uh, they figured it out ish. You'll see. Yeah. You'll see. Welcome yeah. back. <laughs> I guess we'll see. But back then, there was a fall season. So, we won the fall season and we had a big celebration. And then they had the, I forget what the tournament in the summer is called. I think they still do it, the
0: Legends Cup or something. Yeah, they
2: do, uh, uh, what is it? NISA Regional. It
1: was a a a regional regional cup. cup. There was
0: a Legends Cup. There was all kinds of shit. Oh, yeah.
1: And there was obviously, I wasn't there for the, there was a preseason tournament where they gave another trophy away. I was still in Tucson, man. Was that the NISA bubble?
2: That was the bubble.
1: Yeah. So they did that bubble. Detroit won that. And then I think. Back then, the winner of that and the winner of the fall season um, was supposed to play a semifinal. And then the winner of that semifinal was supposed to play the winner of the spring season in a final. But we had won all three. (laughs) So they had to just like throw some teams in they just picked like the runners up I don't know it was, it was a mess I, embrace the chaos yeah, I mean, it, yeah? to be fair so, it was
2: 2021 <laughs> uh, the, the whole world was
1: chaos at that point yeah, uh, yeah. You know, again yeah. embra- embrace the fucking chaos embrace the chaos so we ended up playing I mean it was wild we had played we had won 30 games and it was like you know no, but now this one. This is the one where you, you really have to win it. And then we'd win that one and be like, no guys, taxi next week. Win that one. It's yeah. like, all right. Love celebrations, us. that's cool. Yeah, the <laughs> the bottles of champagne were always in the locker room, man. It was it was fun. It was a fun <laughs> season. No complaints. So, all right. So then to Greenville Triumph for sixteen yeah. games, full season? Uh, I was there the full season. Uh, I don't know. If, obviously, like I don't know if you guys know this. I broke my leg. Um, I not know that halfway through the season. Um, so I played the first 16 games of the season. Then obviously broke my leg. Um, they did, they ended up not. They ended up declining my option. Um, obviously, the injury what was that recovery like?
2: That. How long were you out?
1: Um, I think I injured it in July, and I was back in training come October october but obviously like not game fit or anywhere near so i i didn't end up making it back in time to play any games gotcha um, Still, that's but,
2: nuts that's a nuts injury to get sorry that happened yeah, yeah. it's
1: not it's not quite as bad as it sounds I, I guess you have like your tib and your fib so it was the whichever one's the non-weight bearing smaller one um, okay i didn't yeah. have to get surgery and all that yeah better um, for sure so yeah it's not yeah. as bad as it sounds but yeah it was tough and, it, and now, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm back yeah. now yeah so what brought you to the bobcats yeah um i went to i ended up going back to preseason with detroit um again didn't work out for plenty of reasons um and then i wasn't really sure i I was you know trying to stick in the usl it didn't really work out so i actually alex the head coach of the bobcats was an academy teammate of mine the academy team i was talking about earlier the really successful one um he was an academy teammate of mine so i gave alex a, a message i sent him a text and was like, Hey man, like I'm in a pretty big bind. I haven't really been able to figure anything out. Could I just come train with you guys? I saw you got the head coaching job. I was like, I won't be disruptive. I just need to stay fit and need to stay sharp. And he said, uh, we don't really need more training players, but if you're looking to sign, like that's a different conversation. Ha, <laughs> I was like, Alex, I was like, wow. yeah, well I was like, to be honest, I didn't, I didn't want to be the one to say, Hey, you should sign me. But if you're interested, yeah, I'm interested.
2: <laughs> yeah. And especially with Davey Mason off uh yeah left left back yeah, with he's a very big of, position of need. So yeah, yeah. Out of Tormenta. I saw good for him. Shout yeah. out Davey. Congrats. Yeah. Man. Yeah, and he's you got, got two, uh, I mean he's played two games already, it
0: looks like looking, there's looking some, pretty good. I, I gotta be real. Uh Jay and Alex and the guys out there signed some fucking studs in this offseason. You've got yeah. Forka coming back, but he's the only one on that back line coming back. You've got yeah. Duke, you've got Kuistra. Those dudes are Fucking big,
1: no. yeah. No, I think I think that's all I'm saying. I don't know who's sleeping on the podcast but we got a good squad, man. I I, yeah. I like what
0: Alex has put together. It's balanced. Man. It's balanced. Every time, every time I hear from from J sob I hear from him once in a while, and it, it's just Alex. It's going to be balanced. It's the most balanced team. It's balanced. It's balanced. I'm excited to see Alex like, coach like as
2: well, too, because yeah, he's yeah. you know, got such a pedigree of uh, of playing history and coming up with the Bobcats, too. So yeah, it'll be it'll be fun to watch. I'd have to do some research,
0: but I believe he's the youngest.
1: Yeah, that's pro coach. I would, I would, he must be. I mean, what, he's my. Age. I mean, we're on the same academy team, so 26. He might be even 27 now. I'm not sure, but either way, there's. I I find it. I would find it incredibly hard to believe there's someone head coach in a professional team younger than 27 what's it like having yeah. a coach your age <laughs> i i mean i got i got nothing but respect for him obviously he pulled me out of a bind so anything he says goes and if he wants me to do something i'm gonna do it so i don't even really see him as as my age when we're out there um i'm sure it's even weirder for guys like you know like manny's like 31 32 so i'm sure it's even weirder for guys like that
2: yeah you can um, call him but, young man in uh, in the huddle
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got to call Manny, Mister Manny, when he's yelling directions out of the field. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, Alex is a good man. He's a uh, super passionate, brings a lot of energy to training. So I've seen a lot, and I've been impressed so far.
0: Yeah, I, talking to him, like his calm and his pedigree behind the bench, I feel like is going to be really cool to see. Because in the past, in the last couple of years. You had Coach Sam Podu who was in the first Nisa season that ran around. He was very non-excitable. He stayed seated on the bench at all times. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he won't was not have very, that problem with Alex. He was very low key, and like that as like an American soccer guy. Like I grew up like only playing like fucking wreck and shit. People screaming and going ballistic down the sideline. Like I was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Just sitting there. It's so weird. And then Sylvan comes over and, like, first couple of games, I'm like, okay, it seems okay. And then when things started to not work, he put the same team out. And then he put the same team out. And then if somebody got hurt, it wasn't who's next in line from the team. It was, fuck it, let's hire a new guy. And, like, during the season last year, there was at least 10 signings across the span of the season. So I, I'm really excited with, with the balanced roster And the depth of this roster, I'm really cool to see how it's gonna be really cool to see how Alex organizes. And I think he's gonna be real time update kind of guy.
1: Yeah, I think I think you can we can already see it a little bit in preseason that he's got some different ideas and wants to try guys in a couple of different spots, even some of the guys who have been around and have played. Like, you know, you mentioned Duke in the back line. I think you'll see Duke higher up the field a lot this season, just because, you know, you have him and I can both play left back. I think you'll see him pushed up the field, and I think in preseason it's worked really well because the guy's got an engine on him. He runs forever, so I think you see him getting really good positions, and I think that was something Alex saw from the early days of training and wanted to try out, and I think it's been really successful. So I think he's got some good ideas with things like that that you'll see.
2: So now that you're with the Bobcats and you know, you've know you seen – I call it a project. I saw it in quotation marks on the email, but you know, what do you think about the organization from behind the scenes – coming from DCFC and then a little bit different style, USL league one, you know, what's your impression?
1: You know, I haven't been around too long. I mean, I've been around like two, two and a half weeks. So I haven't, I haven't even really gotten to be a part of like a game day. And I think I met um, Jay, one of the owners, I guess once in passing, but I haven't really gotten the chance to see too much of the inside. It seems like, you know, f- from like an outside perspective, it seems like there isn't too many people involved, and guys wear a lot of hats and have a lot of responsibility. So that's a little bit new for me to see. Um, yeah, I haven't I haven't gotten to see too much of the day to day. To be fair, I just kind of sure train. It's a, yeah, that's kind of yeah. nice as a player
2: though that you don't necessarily have to to see yeah. all that. And it's I handled. think
1: like I think like in Detroit, they ask you to be involved a lot more. Like you're around all day and you're you meet a lot of people involved in the organization which is good and bad because you're asked to do oh. a lot but also you get to know everyone it's sure. just different i mean how big is their front office yeah it's huge that's that's kind of the difference um so i haven't i haven't had too many conversations you mean,
2: i mean i think the, the bobcats are a young club and uh yeah we understand that as fans and i think but but there's also been a lot of excitement about the club in the last couple of years. Like it's one of the ones you saw bottom of the table 2021, probably not very noticeable in Nisa, but all of a sudden the team's getting a little better, the crowds are getting a little better. Like there's there's interest in the club, so
1: it's still a young experience, but yeah, it's growing. Yeah, I mean I've talked to a couple of the guys. Obviously, um, like I said, Darwin and I. I I've known Darwin. Uh, we played together in West Palm, like I mentioned, and then um, Darwin and I were roommates in Detroit. Um, so I've had a lot of conversations with him about the club, and he was really excited about the direction it's going. And I put a lot of stock in his opinion. I mean, Darwin's
2: so. been a huge part of that too. My man is a free kick specialist. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I, think I think he's incredible. an incredible.
1: Caller, man,
0: real quick, Jimmy, can you talk to Darwin about talking to us? There's no talk. There's no talking it to Darwin, like man. This, Darwin, uh, we've heard there's no talking to Darwin. I, I'm we the just Darwin want, listener, man. We just want. Like a minute after a game. Just, just a little. Guy. He, it, it, it's not that he's quiet. He just,
1: he beats to his own drum, man. He's like yeah. a, he's like a stray cat. You can't corral him. You just got to let Darwin be Darwin and he'll yeah. come to you. You it's can't, just, we, you, we you show him, to him too much love and affection and you lose him. You don't show him enough <laughs> and, and you lose him. You know, you got to <laughs> let Darwin I mentioned be Darwin. it to Kalen and Kalen was like, I've never talked to Darwin. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, he's a good dude. Don't get me wrong. He yeah. just, he just very much beats to his own drum, wants to do things okay. his way and, the Dang, more you let him okay. do things his way, the better he'll be on the field, the better he'll be off. So mm-hmm. you just got to let Darwin do Darwin.
0: So uh, next up on our list here, um, you've uh, been in NISA. You've been up to USL. Mm-hmm. We're back to NISA. What, what kind of differences did you notice in the playing styles, the approach of game day, stuff like that?
1: Yeah. I mean, to be fair, like, I just I, – I know it's like everyone says it's the same division, MLS next um usl nisa i think like in all fairness i think like usl league one is is 3a and then i don't i've never played in mls next i think there's a 3b and that can be both um nisa and usl or um mls next but i just think like a lot of that stems from obviously now league one has a collective bargaining agreement for the players so there's a minimum standard of things that that have to be accomplished, whether, whether it's salary, appearance hours, uh, just different things that I think once the niece has been around longer and there's guys that stick around longer, because obviously there's so much fluctuation in the uh, rosters right now, but once they can establish their own player union and you know a collective bargaining agreement, I think that'll go a long way to to retain players and to just raise the minimum standard of operations around the league. I think that's important.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think the more uh, professional leagues, the better, obviously, and and yeah. yeah, it's it's new too. Nisa's new, so they have to
1: start working on that aspect. Yeah.
2: But yeah.
1: yeah, I just think I just think it's different. Um, the Nisa, I mean, they, there's a lot of excitement, and like you said, I keep going back to the embrace the chaos. There's there's different things they they do things differently, and I think that can be a lot of fun and exciting. But at the same time, there's you know sometimes like. No disrespect to anyone in the Stars organization, but a game day at a you know Romeo High School is not as much fun as a game day. No, at no, New no. Rock go ahead, Park talk in, shit. We want it. Enrichment. <laughs> so. We
0: want. We want all the shit talk. Come on, give it. Yeah. So I
1: just, I just think, I just think there's a couple things they need to do away with. Like, I don't think games should be necessarily played at high schools, so and you know, and I, if I it is.
0: It, and if it is, it's got to be a. It's got to be a system or it's got to be a school and a system where you can make it your own. Yeah. It's got to not just be a brick and mortar stone staircase that you sit on and a dusty old field. It's got to be like, if the Bobcats were to like, we, I talked back in 2020, whatever it was with, with the guys. And we were talking about like stadiums. There's so many regulations on stadiums in the USSF. It's Mm -hmm. nuts that that high school gets cleared, but the Bobcats can't play at fucking UMBC or Towson because it's not the proper sizing. Like, that's fucking nuts. I mean, I'm sure it's, I'm sure that,
1: you know, Yunkai can grease some wheels with some, with, whatever chunk of change he throws at someone so i'm sure that has something to do with it but
0: by the way as i'm sure you're used to when they're in town we don't acknowledge that a game is happening we're just focused on that one person on the bench yeah i've i've seen that it's kind of erratic we love it but it's what happens (laughs) yeah
2: it is kind of crazy too like you know the Bobcats do play in a pristine soccer stadium, the, the Plex. I think I think you're gonna like. I, it.
1: I think the Plex is incredible. I look forward to playing here on away days because it's a nice grass field. You know, it, it obviously it's home for me. So many of my friends and family could come out. So I've always loved playing at the Plex. So so you said I'm you're excited.
2: about. Uh, so you grew up in Vienna, Virginia, about 45 minutes away.
1: Yeah. So you got yeah. some family and friends coming to Saturday. Um, I mean, my mom will be there for sure. I think um uh I'm a I'm a wait and uh, pick pick the right game before i start asking my friends to come out you know i want to be uh, yeah i want i want them to have a, a really good time so they want to keep coming you know first game of the year got kind of to see how it goes it's crazy right. like the sunset
2: in the summer at the plex in the farm area Maryland, it is yeah. really pretty it's really yeah. pretty I'll, I'm I'll tell you what really. i'm
1: hoping for an open cup run so that we get Ooh. some some nice big opponents and that's when i'll start yeah. hey guys check out who we're playing this weekend you guys less yeah, than a week away cool. from
2: an open cup match, aren't we yeah wednesday yeah. You guys prepare, yeah. prepping for the Nor'easters? Or are you pretty much all focused on Flower City right now?
1: I think it's one game at a time for us. Yeah. I think
0: it's one game at a time. Okay, the that's Ocean City Nor'easters. Hey, from New Jersey. That's my home state. New Jersey. Yeah. Don't yeah. No, I don't tell yeah. too many people that much.
2: <laughs> you won't be rooting for them though. Yeah. Of course not. No, no. Yeah. Ocean City. Like I'm surprised they have
1: a, a squad at all. It's just a ghost town all winter. And the yeah, summer yeah. people there. I know, the I always it's always interesting those USL 2 teams when they get into the Open Cup because I think a lot of their roster who qualifies is obviously college kids and then they all go back to school. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see who they send out. Uh, yeah. I'm sure yeah, they Yeah, got yeah it's them. all
2: it's, Yeah, I've heard that um mm. there was like did you hear that story where the Haitian team in CONCACAF Champions League signed a bunch of USL Yeah, two, so it these was, two um, guys it to these guys that was v- it, was it Violetta?
0: It was that either Violetta matter. or something of the nation the, of that form. Yeah. It was a Haitian team. They had a two leg game against Austin FC from MLS. Mm-hmm. Austin FC went to Haiti or whatever it was. It was either Eight, Haiti yep, or somewhere. Sure. And they lost in Haiti. 3-0. Yeah. Then they yeah, 3-0. They what? got fucking they fucking got uh waffle stomped. All then right. they come over to the States. Most of their team can't get into the States. They can't get visas. So then they had to hire – they hired like guys from Ballard FC and all these of, little yeah, UTSL clubs and put them out there. And I think they lost either 1-0 or 2-0. They lost 2-0. Oh, they moved on. Oh, no, they moved it's on. It's moving awesome. On, moving on. Oh, that's like so that's cool. fucking wonderful. I think
2: it's a jersey. It was, somehow they had a connection to a jersey USL League 2 squad. That, so the that most of the players –
1: yeah good for them rainy. those guys that's such a fun story for those guys yeah. to be able to tell the rest of their life that's So fucking cool. yeah they played
2: away at austin like <laughs> that, that yeah game that's, looks awesome that's fucking
1: sweet yeah. yeah good for them so if you guys I, make an open cup that.
2: run yeah i guess it could be loud in next round or dc united we don't get too yeah. far ahead of ourselves but open yeah. Cup
0: yeah. best. i'm just yeah just, i love the open let's cup, just man. beat beat flower city start out with a good note yeah. beat north beat the nor'easters and then we'll talk yeah it could be a
1: a two and zero weekend to start the season. I mean, I think that's what everyone's hoping for. That would be oh yeah, an incredible way to start the year. So, we'll, Absolutely. we'll try to get that done. Absolutely. That All right, Alex, would be should we get F-O-A. this fella
0: out of here so he can get the training yeah, early? Let's, let's wrap you up real quick. Uh, what expectations do you have for this upcoming season? Talk talk your big game. Let's see how it goes. Talk my big game. No, I mean. Um,
1: I mean, I, I know nothing but success in the NISA. Um, I don't know I don't know what it's like to lose in the NISA. I don't know what it's like to lose games in the NISA. I don't plan to know what it's like to lose games in the NISA. I like in the Nisa. So I think we'll <laughs> – Are you calling it the NISA? You've been calling the I NISA the whole time that. and I'm that. here for it. What, what is right it, just NISA? Love that. I don't know. It's, everyone it's, I've ever
2: heard calls it NISA, but like there's no reason not to call yeah, it like, the It's the National Independent Soccer Yes, It is the
1: NISA. It's technically the NISA. I think it is the NISA. The NISA
0: embrace the chaos.
1: Yeah, I've never heard. I I think that everyone I've talked to calls it the Nisa. Interesting. Can, uh, wow. um, either way, yeah, I don't know what it's like to lose games in this in this league, whatever you want to call it. So I don't plan on learning. And I, I think love that it. that's so nice. I think that that is an attitude I plan to carry into the team this season and bring to the team this season, and we'll see how it goes. All right, Fair man. Train. Thanks.
2: Yeah, thanks so much for
1: uh, for jumping on. Yeah. Appreciate it. For sure. No, nice so to chat much, with man. you guys, man. We'll do this again sometime. We'll do this again yeah. halfway through the season when we're seventeen and zero, winning the Open Cup, and we'll we'll talk about it then. If you
2: win, I told this to Alex on the or, uh, to Richard Fork on the podcast. If you win the Open Cup, you get a spot in Concacaf Champions League. So then you're playing, then you're in that yeah, yeah. competition. So just, yeah. just so you know. <laughs> All right, yeah, no we'll
1: pressure.
0: plan on that.
2: <laughs> yeah, no problem. <laughs> Thank right, you Thomas.
0: so much. Have a good one. For sure. Let's give our, our takes on what we see coming in. So well,
2: let's talk, you know, thanks to Jimmy Feilerman for coming on. That was awesome. He spent great. 40 minutes with us, us losers. Uh so yeah, thanks, man. Yeah.
0: These fucking goons that are watching the sport.
2: But, but watching the uh, Nisa. Yeah. I, I feel the bad we called it out
0: on the Nisa, but I, I love had never it. Heard he that. was yeah, I love it. I didn't I didn't notice it at first, and then like as he was kind of ranting, I was like, the Nisa. Yeah, I he, he was calling that it all shit. pod. So, I mean, I'm I'm super excited for this. This is going to be cool. Um, it, it, The the team feels really balanced. There's a lot of dudes coming in. It's a lot of new faces, a lot of new feet on the pitch. Yeah, we'll have that, growing uh, pains. Yeah, there will be growing pains, and, and maybe it hits right away. Maybe it takes a couple of games, and it's uh, kind of like a we came out firing, but now we're trying to get to – we're trying to – or maybe Function it doesn't. As a cohesive unit. Maybe Jimmy it doesn't. has never lost in the Nisa. Jimmy Filerman has never lost. him personally.
2: Lost. He said he played six minutes in the game they lost. Yep. So that's he, crazy. That's a crazy stat. My man has a never lot in the Nisa. He has he never
0: been part of a losing Nisa field. That's pretty damn fucking cool. I we'll think he'll wrap right
2: his streak this year. So, sorry.
0: <laughs> 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 we're not. We're not going all out. <laughs> Although it would be fun to watch uh it would be fun to watch our boys over at uh, protagonist squirm a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. As their as be. their uh as their underdog status for us kinda gets blasted around a little bit. It'd only be good for I, the
2: crowd too to just continue winning. Yeah. Humbling.
0: I'd love I'd really love to see my big focus right away, I I want to see a fucking open cup win, man.
2: Yeah, same. I want to
0: see an open cup win. I want to see an open cup win in front of a good Wednesday night crowd. We got to try to bring it, the ruckus. I like. I, I'm going. I'm going to the open cup. Yeah, faux show. Sure. Like bring whoever you can. I mean, if you're listening to this right now and you're in fucking Maryland, come really to the don't. open cup match on Wednesday. There's a it's match important. Sunday night if you want to come out and get to know the people. But holy shit, Wednesday's a big night, man. I think it's supposed to be super.
2: Oh <gasps> I'm an idiot. I'm gone. I have to be gone. Fuck. I'm going Wait, to, where? I'm going to Jersey Tuesday night because my uh, my kids' daycare is closed. So my mom has to watch the girls while I'm working. I'm going to miss the Open Cup match. I'm sorry, oh, wow. Al.
0: What a bastard.
2: I know. That's bad. I didn't really we were gonna, to. We were going to gonna live record. Sorry, man. Sorry to the team. I feel like I've let everybody down now. <laughs> Just beat the Nor'easters and then I'll come to the next one. Just- Kick the shit out of the nor'easter I'll be
0: close to where the nor'easter is, uh, is Maybe I'll go watch on their home field Yeah you should um, uh, just. Uh, you should just take pictures Outside of their stadium the whole night Do they have the a stadium self- I'll actually they might. be like legit 30 minutes from
2: north of where Ocean City, New Jersey yeah, is They might be near there, who knows so, I'm surprised It's like a tiny little beach town I really even doubt they have a pitch
0: but I guess they do Who knows man Eat them, yeah. yeah shit Eat their ass, and every and every um every round resets. What do you mean? I believe every round of oh the Open Cup. I think it reshuffles for who is home. No, I think it reshuffles as a, like it's not a bracket. Hmm. For a little while, and then eventually it goes into a bracket, doesn't it? Yeah, it goes into a bracket later on, but like. I think it could really be a fucking crapshoot who I, we get in the next run.
2: I thought they were supposed to get a per, like a next like a level two professional squad if they win this game, but I could be yeah, wrong. Yeah,
0: so let's see here. The Open Cup is April fourth, uh, April fifth. Yeah, April fifth. You've got the Cats with the Nor'easters. Mm-hmm. Appalachian against the Independent. I want Appalachian to fucking win, man. Holy shit. Me too.
1: They're fun, they're fun to watch. watch.
0: They're, they're related
2: League. to the Annapolis Blues. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah, Hitchcock. yeah. yeah. It's all through Michael Hitchcock, whoever this man is, but he's like important for growing I'm, a bunch of clubs. I'm apparently.
0: hoping the indie, I Here's the thing. As much as I don't like the Michigan Stars, I want to see more Nisa, win, Nisa wins in the Open Cup. They're playing. I they want to see Nisa grow. It's it's indie. They're up with indie eleven. That's oh, gonna that's be tough. tough. Yeah, that's gonna be really fucking tough. And Gold Star plays Detroit City. That's crazy. That's gonna be a fun fucking night, man. Imagine Gold Star wins. Then I think Damn they immediately it. get fans. I was hoping that we were gonna get live on Bar Bar uh, Bleacher Report, but we're not. For what? For the open oh, cup. Oh, ours is not on... Uh, it's not watchable? It's not Bleacher <laughs> Report. It might be on... on it might UPN? be on... on um, It might be on a YouTube channel. It we also might be me. on 11. Okay.
2: Well, dang it. I can't believe I'm going to miss. I can't believe I never put that
0: together. I'm an idiot. Fuck. Hey, man. Terrible. I, I, I drive a long fucking way for soccer matches. You do. It would be... Pretty killer of Mike Steenstra to drive home.
2: <laughs> Man, I got like – I'd have to drive like four and a half hours. <laughs> and My wife would have to drive our children, two, uh, one and two year old alone. I, it ain't gonna happen. Yeah, it's a bummer though. But it's okay. All right. So, what's your plans for uh, Saturday night at the Plex?
0: You're you're eating papooses early. So I don't know. It all depends on what time we get. So I'm I'm at Who the store. I'm at the store Saturday morning. Okay. Um, uh, Buzzard Point Social. They all those guys from the DCU group are all very. Um, they they love La Casita, and I do too. But um, I love to shove burger into my fuckhole. Me too. So, cheeseburger is. I don't even eat cheeseburgers all that much, and then I started yeah. eating cheeseburger. I really and don't my eat at all. Yeah. yeah. So I think I'm thinking. Uh, it, depending on when I get out of the store, I might go up and try to get there for to meet them at La Casita just to to get this whole group as a whole together. Yeah, it'll be fun yeah, to yeah. put everybody together and kind of. The DT United guys are important for for. Yeah. they they bring yeah. the ruckus. So that um, we'll talk with them, get our song sheets out, and kind of yeah go from there. Yeah, nice. We're back I at think, it. I uh, think I just, <laughs> excuse me, shot an email to Brendan from uh, True Respite asking him about doing some stuff with them and maybe kind of trying to build the beer crowd into the into the soccerplex. I think that nice. could be a, an untapped market. Little Brendan pun O'Leary, intended, pun intended, yeah. over there. Yeah, but we'll see. It's the Nisa. Embrace the fucking chaos. (laughs) I think let's just start pushing that slogan
2: out into the world. Yeah. uh,
0: Yep. Yep. Every time. Um.
2: I might. I, I will be. I may be with child. I hope it. I'm hoping I'm without child though, so that I can truly enjoy the match because chasing the child around is definitely more of a job. Than it is yeah. for me to just go and watch. I definitely prefer one way over the other. I feel way like you could put like
0: you can put like a, a lifting weight harness on her. Okay. Like the yeah. like like one of the uh, one of the vests that holds like plates to weigh you down when you're working out. You and we put one of those on her with like fifty pounds. <laughs> she, she would sit just rumble and she would say,
2: <laughs> "Daddy, get this thing off of me." <laughs> I need Hannah. I need uh, I need, I need uh, Hannah to come. To yeah, let table. Hannah run her around. <laughs> yeah, but uh, she is also like she just loves the bobcats
0: more than anything. Or hear me warm, out, wild. Hear me out. Let's find her a tiny bobcat jersey or a tiny bobcat costume. She needs a bobcat's jersey. Really. She could she could be the tiny mascot. I was trying to get we, you can, we could be the club with the tiny mascot.
2: Actually, you want to hear a funny story about uh, bringing children to the match? Oh, go for it! My so my wife came to one game with at the time she was two years old, and then Abby was four years old last year, and we like you know walked around to the other side of the stadium because they can't yeah pay attention at all. But then the two year old we were like potty training her; she pissed her <laughs> she pissed her pants <laughs> on the other side. Like I have a picture on my Instagram where she's standing on the railing <laughs> looking at the field, and if you look below her, there's like a little puddle, and she's like <laughs> like pissed. <laughs> In the
0: soccer, place. Like, hey man, I
2: will never bring her to a game again, like as a as a little little one. But she, we've she had, all had we've all had our experiences.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've never pissed in the stadium, have you? Except the, nah. except the bathroom, maybe not yet. Maybe, but maybe not. <laughs> Someone will. We've got we've got Butch. Butch nah, will be I there. Know. I don't know. I Butch, you know, I, I should text Butch. I gotta see. I've already mean. been talking to Butch. Don't act like. You Don't have? act like I haven't been doing this. I've been I talking you the whole you're, time. You're the real,
2: you're the real legs of the whole operation. I'm just kind of a side piece I here. I am,
0: I am a prime Nisa sicko.
2: You are. You you need the absolutely fucking Nisa sicko. Nisa sicko shirt. Absolute fucking sicko. I would really wear the Nisa Sicko undies. Like I don't want people to know, but like, I'll oh be my god, them, dude!
0: Club de Leon just posted pictures of their team getting off the plane.
2: That's fine. Let's not hate I'm, them. Come on, don't be no, so mean to them I, right, right away. Just, they're
0: just trying. Yeah, I mean, go for it. <laughs> their Instagram's of, a little better,
2: and to be fair, so ten of their
0: sixteen, ten of their sixteen that came out are cup tied. So these guys will not be their Open Cup team, which is a wild situation. And they're playing someone good, aren't they? Who are they? They're playing a
2: U.S.L. Championship team. I, I think. I believe so. Look it up. We got we got a second Club De Leon Open Cup match. San Antonio. They're gonna get. Oh yeah, they're gonna wild. get fucking wallowed away <gasps> oh, too. Oh no. Yeah, they're gonna get fucking. Absolutely walloped. They're going to have a bad time in the Open Cup. Next yep. Tuesday, April 4, 830. Rest in peace is all I can say to that. If, if, you yeah. have, if you have an app, a betting app, and they're all the Open Cup games are on that, bet are against they? De Leon heavily. Put all your money against Club De Leon. <laughs> you told me I'm supposed to like them. I said be nut ni- like. I said be a little nice, you know. Like I think that I think that Nisa clubs need a little more coddling. And I know as I know as oh, as fans of Maryland Bobcats, we can still be mean. We we should still <laughs> be mean, but coddle them a little tiny baby bit, you know.
0: We'll see, <laughs> Jimmy Carter. Dude, crazy shit, man. <laughs> um, so, um,
2: do you hmm. have a rant
0: going uh, into the season?
2: Yeah, I think I'm just going to throw a, a Premier League rant out here and how uh, Tottenham Hotspur season has just collapsed into just sadness. Damn right it has. Yeah, nothing to play for. You have top four to play for, so that's fine. But Conti out. Chaos with uh, the sporting director and his Italy situation. and Yeah, I think the season all really went downhill when Benton Kerr went down with an injury. So it's just sad being a Tottenham fan. That's all I got, Alex. That's
0: all I got. Yeah, man, and you drug me into this shit.
2: You could have picked anyone, man. You
0: drug me into this shit just to let me down. I, I don't know what to tell you. It's like being <laughs> an Orioles
2: fan. It's like being an Orioles
0: fan. Uh, <laughs> Actually, Today no, it's way better because Orioles magic. I saw that. It was, some, it was some fucking magic.
2: Everyone's got good feels after the opening day win, but you guys yeah. can still suck.
0: No? Yep. Yeah. yeah, we'll we'll be horrible. But so be it. My uh <laughs> let's see, my rant. You never know. My rant. I wish and I'm not gonna go into any detail with this, I wish fucking lower league clubs would stop trying to cannibalize each other. All over Twitter, you're seeing teams that are bashing each other constantly, like front offices bashing each other. You've got clubs changing divisions to not have to deal with other fucking clubs within their division. That's fucking nuts. Like, let the other teams have their people. Those are people's fucking jobs. Those are people's fucking livelihoods. Just keep playing and do your thing. If your club has an ethos that matters and is worth watching, people will watch. If they don't, then maybe it's not meant to be. That's my rant.
2: It's beautiful. Well, faithful Bobcats listeners, thank you for sticking with us this long. We'll see you Saturday. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you next Wednesday. Vamos, Bobcats? Ale, Bobcats?
0: Either one. Let's go LA. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.